Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Joy podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Curry, and today we are talking about true joy and what that means and how to find it. So pull up a chair, grab your favorite beverage, and let's get started. Are you desperate? Have you had enough of the counterfeit phony things of this world? Are you hungry for the power of God to be released in your life? I am. This year, as part of my New Year's goals, I've written out that I want to experience God's presence more in my life. Not just at an occasional church meeting or a moment of worship, but daily constantly throughout my day. I want to be guided and directed by him. And as I've been on the journey of my spiritual walk, since I can remember, I've always had a hunger and thirst for God. I remember being really little and my mom allowing us to get a bookmark from the Christian bookstore at, a, at the Christian retreat down in Florida. And it had my name on it. It said, Catherine, and it gave the meaning of my name, which is pure. And a Bible verse, which says, the pure in heart shall see God. And I remember reading those words and thinking about them just as a little child and thinking, if only I could be pure in heart, then I could see God. As the years have passed and... I've struggled with sin and forgiving myself and receiving God's forgiveness. I've also just had a hunger and thirst for the power of God in my life, to see true joy in my life, to be a person of exuberance and happiness and full of energy. But is that really what joy is? C.S. Lewis describes joy as the desire for something which even unfulfilled is more desirable than anything else that's satisfied. It sounds funny, but he says that joy is not pleasure. They're not the same thing. And he says that through life, things may arouse that sense of joy but they fall short of fulfilling that joy. They only can give pleasure. I mentioned a few episodes back about God placing eternity in our hearts. And really what that means is that there's a God-shaped void in our life that only he can fill. That we cannot be filled by things here on earth and actually feel fulfilled. We are designed for God. We are designed for the joy of knowing him. And it's only through our relationship with him that we can have lasting joy. As I struggled through years of feeling lonely and depressed and angry after my divorce, I found that it it was really hard for me to find joy, to be joyful. And I remember having 
what I say is a vision. I don't know if I was asleep. It may have been a dream, half awake, half asleep. I'm not sure, but I remember seeing myself chained to a chair and hanging over a precipice or a big canyon and leaning out over that and being held by a chain and powerless to get myself free or to save myself. And I remember how terrified I was and how trapped I felt. And I remember in this vision, dream, whatever it was, hearing God say to me, you're going to have to worship to get out of this. And so I began to worship again. Through my divorce and everything that happened with my ex-husband, I had been initially very involved in church and leading worship and part of my woman's Bible study and a leader and a minister. And when everything happened, I was asked to step down. And then things happened with um, within me. I just, I lost my desire to worship. It was just so hard. It was a reminder of what I felt like I had lost, that I felt like God had put me on the shelf and that he had forgotten about me and I would never worship again and I would never lead again. And I felt like an outcast. I felt all alone. And so I basically had stopped worshiping. And for me, worship is a time of deep communion with God. It's where I connect with him. It's the thing that opens up my spirit and makes me feel the most alive. And so I had to pick up my guitar again (laughs) and begin to worship. And as I did, wow, the atmosphere in my house changed. Things had gone really bad with my kids. They were all rebelling. They were doing drugs and running away, and they were all struggling. And there was a lot of conflict in our house and fighting, and the kids just were not getting along, and it was not a good scene. But once I started worshiping, it seemed like that heaviness lifted And that's exactly what the scripture says, that when Jesus came, he said that he came to proclaim the year of God's favor, the day of vengeance of our God and comfort for all who mourn, to give joy to those who mourn, and a garment of beauty instead of ashes, oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a heavy, burdened, failing spirit. Wow, those words. (laughs) A garment of praise. Another one of my favorite verses is in Psalm 27. It says, God has said, seek my face. Your presence, Lord, will I seek, inquire for, and require of necessity and on the authority of your word. Do you require the Lord as of necessity? The more I get to know him, the more I spend time in worship, the more hungry I am for him. 
the more I am desperate for his presence. And I require it of necessity to help me through my days. I feel like that was the key to getting me through all these years. And when I slacked off on my worship, I really feel it. It goes back to that God-shaped hole in all of us that we were meant for joy. We were meant for that. And as we seek him, as we seek that joy that's only found in him, it is more satisfying seeking that and just having a glimpse of it from time to time than anything else that this world can give us. Any pleasure that we find is just empty compared to the surpassing joy of knowing Christ. I think about all these people in the news that we hear about, these celebrities and people that seemingly have everything together and these great lives and they're committing suicide. I believe it mostly is because they find that all these pleasures and all these things that they've attained and these accolades that they have and these positions that they have are just empty. So many in this world are throwing out God and trying to find that joy in other ways, in other religions and in other practices. And I imagine that could be so incredibly hopeless when you've thrown out the very answer to your longings and you're trying to find it everywhere else and you've been searching and searching. But You've basically held God at arm's length and said, oh no, that can't be the answer. My friend, I encourage you this year to open yourself up to the things of God. Ask him to fill you to a greater capacity than he's ever done before. Ask him to show you who he truly is. Ask him to be your necessity. (laughs) ask him to give you a hunger and thirst for him like you've never had before. I believe that this generation needs revival. There is so much garbage out there and people are hurting and they are suffering in silence. And then all of a sudden we hear of things like people committing suicide and (sighs) shooting their family and themselves. It's just awful. We need Jesus. We need the joy of our salvation returned to us again. I don't know if that's you, if you are hurting today, if you're discouraged and you're trying to have a perfect life and a perfect body and a perfect everything as this world pressures us to have everything perfect. I posted this week that It's not perfection, it's progress. And as we're working and striving towards bettering our lives, it's not a matter of being perfect. We're going to fail. And if we stop learning from our failures, if we stall out and give up, then we do fail. The only failure is to not get up again, not try again, not learn from your mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes, but thank God he's given me the ability to stand up again. He has 
propped me up many times when I couldn't stand myself. And sometimes with worship, it's a sacrifice of praise. Many times I don't feel like it. Many times, especially when things seem the worst, I know I need to go and spend some time just lifting my hands, lifting my voice, and focusing on God and His goodness. That's one of the things that I did to get to sleep. I know I've talked about memorizing scripture to sleep, but sometimes I actually count my blessings. I start with the fact that I have covers over my body at night. (laughs) I think about that I can see and I can talk and I have the ability to get myself up and dressed and go to work and all the things that we take for granted. (sighs) Rejoicing and thanking God, praising him, worshiping him, all keys to changing our mindset and setting ourselves up for, for success setting ourselves up for continuing on the journey. That's the real success. It's not achieving something or getting to something. It's getting there with God. It's getting there and growing closer with the Lord. Because in the end, all these things that we attain, all these houses and cars and position, and it doesn't mean anything because none of it's going to last. When we step out into eternity, nothing matters but our relationship with God. That's it. All right. Our relationship with God and our relationship with others and who we bring with us there. God loves you and he wants you to enjoy your life here and now. Don't wait to enjoy life when such and such happens or when you attain that perfect job or that perfect house or when your body is in perfect shape. We all are on a journey. We all need encouragement and we all need God's help to really attain that joy. Oh, the joy set before him. Jesus endured the cross, bearing its shame. You know why? Because he wanted us to have his joy, the joy of knowing him, the joy of uninhibited communication with him and fellowship with him. Our sins had kept us from him. It was like a wall between us and God. And when Jesus died, that curtain, that wall, it came right down. And now we have communion with God and we can talk to him. We can hear him speaking. We can have the joy of knowing him and fellowship with him. That's true joy. That's what we were meant to be. That's what we were meant to have. Not just pleasures in this world. And I believe that God allows us to find pleasure He gave us five senses to experience the world around us, to taste amazing food and feel the hug of someone dear to us. He delights us with 
the colors on the trees in the fall and the amazing glory that he shows us in the sky, his sunrise and sunset, and all the creatures that he's created, the beautiful landscapes and the refreshingness of a fresh breeze or a cool glass of water. He created all these things for our pleasure. But we were made specifically to find our joy in him, which goes beyond pleasure. Pleasures are temporary. They come and go. But the joy that he has for us is everlasting. This podcast is about finding your joy, no matter what life hands you. My middle name is Joy, and that's a play on words with the unstoppable joy. But really, what's unstoppable is God's joy. It's unstoppable in our lives if we allow it to be. And we can become unstoppable in the joy that He has for us if we allow ourselves to yield to Him and walk with Him through anything that we face. So, as you face this new year, Again, I just encourage you to open up, (laughs) to blow the top off of your limit for your ability to find God, to experience him, to know who he truly is. Ask him right now to do that. And let's pray together right now that we are willing vessels and we are open to what God has for us this year. Heavenly Father, we just cry out to you. Lord, we need you. This world needs you. Lord, fill us up, overflowing. Let us be light. Let us be salt and light to this world that they may see your good deeds and glorify you. Father, blow the top off our limits of what we think that you can do. Father, we just ask you to show us who you truly are. Show us your glory. Father, we just ask that you would usher in a new dispensation, a new time, Lord, a new wave of your glory. Father, we just ask that it would flow throughout this land, throughout the world, that there would be great widespread revival and a renewed sense of who you are. And Lord, allow us to yield to your presence, to yield to your promptings and be open to your move. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you this week and as you go about your day, look for Jesus in every aspect of your life. Be blessed. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The more that we get the word out, the more we can spread that joy and make a difference in our world. Thanks for joining in. Today's episode was sponsored by Solar Grids Grand Rapids. If you are looking for solar grids to be placed on your home or business to save yourself some money. You can find information about that at solargridsgrandrapids.com. They service the greater Grand Rapids area and the entire U.S. So go ahead, reach out to them today.